This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Here are nine of the stories that we're following today. We're going to do a lot of discussion of the P.E. ratios of different companies, the largest companies by revenues, the largest companies by market cap, where the markets are at, some other notes in the news. Uh, so, so bear with us. We'll go through a, no- a lot of information this morning. First, five notes on the markets. The NASDAQ is down 28.75% year to date. The S&P 500 is down 16.8%, and the Dow is down 7.13%. Second, futures point down again today after being down on Friday. The markets are down again on Friday. Third, oil has dropped back below $80 a barrel on concerns of worldwide economic slowdown. Fourth, Bitcoin opens around 16100 It's down nearly 66% year-to-date. Finally, fifth, the treasury, 10-year treasury yield opens right about 3.81%. Second, the overall price-to-earnings ratio of the S&P 500 is approximately 20.62. This means the value of stocks compared to their earnings uh, is about 20.62, or 20 times 20.62 times their earnings get you to the market cap of the S&P 500. This P/E ratio tends to move inversely with Treasury yields. So the higher the Treasury yields go, the lower the price-to-earnings ratio of stocks meaning there's less value in stocks if you can get safe returns from treasury yields. So to give you a sense of this, it's a really interesting period of time right now. The one-year treasury yield is at about 4.78%. This reflects if you bought $100 in treasuries, you would get 4.78% earnings on that, a a P.E. ratio of 20.91. The safe money, the no-growth money, currently provides a P.E. ratio that's equal to about 20.91. This is slightly higher than the equity P.E. ratio of the S&P. The S&P 500, of course, has the upside, but also has its risks. That trades at a P.E. ratio of 20.62. It's very interesting to see how these things move together. The higher the interest rates go, the lower the P.E. ratios you should see of the general S&P 500 and so forth. Third, the P.E. ratios, the largest 10 companies by revenues, and later on in this podcast, we'll go through the 10 largest by market cap. One is Walmart at 24.3. Second is Amazon at 86.41. And we'll talk about why Amazon's such an outlier here in a moment. Third is Apple at 24.76. Fourth, Exxon at 9.14. And we'll talk about why that's so low, too. Fifth, CVS at 11.20. United Health at 24.85. Google at about 19.41. McKesson at 15.49. Berkshire Hathaway at 21.92. Amerisos Bergen at about 14.7. So a couple thoughts here. Assuming a company is on a normal tier, normal growth, normal earnings, it would trade at about the average of the P.E. ratio of the S&P 500. If it's a much higher P.E. ratio, it either means that it's that the belief is there's a lot of growth there to be had or that the market believes there's been an aberration in earnings. So earnings are really just artificially low for a period of time. So Amazon's a perfect example of this 86.41 P.E. trading at a really high P.E., you know, the question is, will that adjust or will the market continue to believe that there's really a lot of nascent earnings within Amazon that aren't showing up yet? You look at some of these other companies, ExxonMobil is trading at about an 8 or a 9.14 price earnings ratio. That's basically believing that maybe it's a cash cow, but there's not a lot of growth left in the fossil fuel companies or that oil inflation this year has really triggered the earnings to be high, but they're artificial high for the period of time. Walmart, Apple, right about 24 or so. A little better than the PE average of the S&Ps, uh, CVS at 11.2, United Health at 24.85. We'll try and try to understand why that is. Berkshire Hathaway, great conglomerate, right at about the average of the S&P 500. So, so fascinating to watch what's going on here 
with some of these different PE ratios. Fourth, some other news, Bob Iger returns as CEO of Disney. He's replacing the CEO before him, Bob Chappick, who was his replacement that he picked. Uh, Bob Iger is no shortage of ego in this guy, but two decades at the helm of, of, of Disney. Fifth, President Biden turns 80. Really remarkable. You've got President Biden and President Trump, two best presidents right at that age range, but not a good thing, but a different discussion for a different time. Just at that level of age, I'm 58. My energy level has gone in the wrong direction from when I was 30, 40, 50. And I can't even imagine the 80. And obviously, people that have elderly parents see this sort of slowdown in mental acuity as people get into their late 80s, at least for most people. Uh, in any event, fascinating to watch. Seven. Okay, this is the PE ratio of the 10 largest companies of market value. Six of these are in the PE ratios of of the companies by uh, by revenues. These are the 10 largest by market cap. Now, I'll really go through the four, the PE ratios of the four that aren't in that, but. First is Apple and market value. Second is Microsoft. Microsoft's trading at 25.99. Uh, again, not 10 top 10 in revenues, but slightly higher than the SP average. Google's trading a little below 20 at 19. And this is because people don't see great growth in the Google digital ad search business right now. Fourth, Amazon again. Fifth, Berkshire Hathaway. Sixth, Tesla. Tesla's still trading at 55.67. It's again a company that's not in the top 10 by revenues, but the top 10 by market cap. And we'll see if that holds up over time. ExxonMobil. 9.14, United Health, 24.85, J&J, again, not in the top 10, trading at 17.7, so not clear about the growth of J&J. And finally, 10th, Visa, trading at a healthy 28 price earnings multiple, which means the market probably sees some potential growth there. We'll see if that continues to, to go on. But again, four of these companies, Microsoft, Tesla, J&J, and Visa, in the top four by market cap, but not by revenues. Eighth, here's three stories we're watching at the Wall Street Journal. Rising rates put small business plans on hold. Uh, a second really closely related story, story, as people's personal savings slowly shrink, consumer spending is on hold. Uh, and finally, Carvana, the, the internet darling car company, faces a great cash crunch. Finally, the last thing we're following this morning, six stories we're watching at Becker's Healthcare, and these also tell a story of what's going on. Uh, Molly Gamble, 12 hospitals, this was cutting jobs. Two and three. Officials fight to keep a Mississippi hospital open through the legislative session. Also, California hospital nurses sound alarm over a planned bankruptcy of a hospital. These are both reported by Noah Schwartz, but, but talk about this sort of this, this theme of hospitals starting to close and really struggling. Fourth, the medicine CEO out after less than one year. Fifth, Rob Allen, named CEO of Intermountain Healthcare. He'll replace Mark Harrison. Rob Allen's a wonderful, wonderful leader. Hopefully that goes great. Sixth, Baptist Health Hospital promotes the chief nursing officer to president. Again, a great sign of the times that you see more and more nurses becoming CEOs. Thank you for listening to this longer version of the Becker Private Equity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you found it useful. Thank you very much.